Explore New Jersey in every season. From 130 miles of sunny shorelines to waterfalls, rivers, and majestic mountainsides, visit the East Coast's most scenic parks, iconic venues, and historic landmarks. Discover artistic places and inspiring spaces, gaming, nightlife, views of center stage, and true New Jersey adventures that go on for days. Plan your itinerary today at visitnj.org. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about NASA and how they are possibly going to cannibalize other programs to get people back to the moon by 2024. And also, SpaceX is looking outside of their own company to help them achieve their Mars mission of sending human beings to the Red Planet. But before I get into that, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been subscribing to the podcast. You are very important because you help this podcast get to the next level. Everybody who subscribes and downloads every episode will push us up the rankings of podcasts in the technology category. So thank you so much. And also thank you to our Patreon patrons. You are absolutely amazing. And thank you for your continued support. NASA has pretty good support from Congress right now. They have a pretty good budget to get humans back to the moon by 2024. And by 2020, they're gonna be starting to land rovers and other science uh, technology onto the surface of the moon. But one way that NASA said they can accelerate this program even further is to take money from other programs in uh, NASA's budget. So basically, what would happen is the people that are working on these projects would have to stop working on the projects because if you know some money was taken from one of the projects for deep space exploration so to speak that money would go to nasa landing things on the moon landing people on the moon and if that were the case those people either would a be moved to another program or b if they're a contractor they may be let go so it's a hard choice for NASA. Should we go back to the moon? Is that more important than sending deep space exploration satellites, uh, rovers, etc., to to uh, Mars? Should we send um, space telescopes up faster? James Webb Telescope is still being worked on, so I don't think they're going to really cannibalize that. I don't think they're going to take money off of that. But there are other smaller programs that they could take a couple million dollars here and there you know, or a couple hundred thousand dollars here and there to make things for the moon missions. And then, you know, Jim Bridenstine, who's the uh, head of NASA right now, he's the administrator, he would have to make the choice of, hey, if we take this money from this other program, it's going to go towards the moon. We're going to have to talk to Congress and make sure it's okay. 
Some people in Congress don't like that. Some people don't like that if you cannibalize one program, if you take money from one program and give it to another one, they might lose jobs in their uh, districts, right? So in their states, they might lose jobs for people that are working on other projects. So it's a really thin line that NASA's playing right now. They're walking on the edge. And if they know that the administration, the Trump administration is behind them, then they kind of, you know, they kind of have a little bit of leeway on this, but also their funding might get pulled. You know, if they start taking money from other programs and stealing, well, not stealing, I shouldn't say stealing, but taking jobs away from other districts, other um, states, then the moon mission may be in jeopardy altogether because they may just pull funding and be like, you know what, we're not going to do the moon mission anymore because we don't like the way you're treating our constituents. I'll be back right after this with some more news about NASA's budget. And back in April, um, Jim Bridenstine said, we can't cannibalize one part of the agency to feed another part of the agency. Um, we can't cut the science mission directorate to fund human exploration. We can't cannibalize the International Space Station to feed the moon mission. So if we go in those directions, which have all been tried in the past, it never works politically. We can't do the same thing again and be upset that it didn't work. But last Friday, a NASA spokesperson said, I don't think we're going to be able to get the entire budget as new money. We're going to have to look for some efficiencies and make some cuts internal to the agency. And that's where it's going to be hard. Everybody can be on board when everything is going forward. And there's an infinite amount of new money coming into the agency. And that was Bill Gerstenmeier. And he's talking about not only, you know, um, taking money from other agencies or other parts of the agency, but also making cuts to the agency altogether so they can save money uh, to put it towards the human mission to the moon. Now, that could be jobs. Those could be people that are losing their jobs and their form of income. And that's just, you know, that that's a horrible thing to do to people. And also it's a hard thing to make the decision for. So if we're really going to go back to the moon by 2024, there is a, um, there's a discussion that needs to happen. Do we cut a bunch of jobs to make, you know, to, to free up money for the moon mission? Or do we keep those jobs and find other ways for NASA to leverage the money that they have, or possibly get more funding for the moon mission in some other way? And he goes on to say, I know what all the new money number is. Uh, but now the question is, can we find some other things to gain some efficiencies? We've had a series of meetings already where we're starting to discuss what other things we can cut or where we can slow some things down to focus. Uh, we're going to do that even within my own directorate. It's not that your thing isn't a priority anymore. It's still a priority, but we've got to have it move back so we can do these other objectives. So basically what he's saying is, um, this, the moon mission is super important. Your thing is still important. The thing that you're working on is still important, but the moon mission is our most important thing. So if we can cut back hours, still work on the thing that you're working on, but cut back hours, cut back manpower, you know, um, then your thing will get done. Your project will get done, but we'll also be sending human beings to the moon by 2024, which is a pretty big deal. 
you know, as far as human exploration of the solar system goes. So I can see where they're going with this. And it's just unfortunate that some people will probably have to lose their jobs because of this or lose their hours. You know, if you're a contractor, maybe you won't have 40 hours a week. Maybe you'll have 30 hours a week or something like that. Cut back your hours, do that across the whole board. You make, you know, you make up a couple million dollars or something. I'm not sure exactly what the number is. We weren't given that information. So we'll figure it out as we go, I guess. That's what they're, that's what they're saying. We'll figure it out as we go. And we'll make these cuts as necessary so we can get human beings back to the moon. Now, Gerstenmeyer also said, we're not going to get a huge upper. We can get uh, one or 2% increases, which are significant, but we're not going to get a major brand new multi-billion dollar program injected on top of us. And we're going to have to make those hard decisions. The first thing is we used to say, if we just had a compelling inspirational program, a dump truck of money would back up to us and we would be swimming in dollars. My career, that's never happened. So it seems like there's a, there's a budget shortage in NASA. No one's going to give them a bunch of money. So they have to find ways to use the money that they already have to do the things that they want to do. So it's going to be a tough road for NASA going forward. And um, we really hope that they don't have to cut people's jobs. Uh, unfortunately, that's probably going to happen. So it's a tough decision. NASA is a company, you know, it's a, it's a big, basically, a, a, you know, it's a, it's a corporation run by the government. So as any corporation, budget cuts do happen. So hopefully we get back to the moon and hopefully we don't lose a lot of jobs because of this, because that would be horrible. Now on that note, what isn't horrible is you. You're not horrible because you listen to this whole podcast and you listen all the time because you subscribe to this podcast. And I want to say thank you for subscribing and also thank you to my sponsors and also thank you to my friends and family for supporting me this whole time. And thank you for allowing me to do this for you. And I also want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the space news pod. My name is Will Walden and I'll see you soon. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hon, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 